All right, hopefully this thing's recording. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get in a comfortable position today. Okay. okay. Welcome to the Golden Strip Soundcast, the official podcast of the Golden Strip School of Music. I am here today with our music therapist. Introduce yourself, music therapist lady. Hello, I'm music therapist lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Megan Danells. I own Heartstrings Music Therapy Services, and we have the privilege to have our space here in the beautiful Golden Strip School of Music, where we can offer individual music therapy services as well as group music therapy services. And today, that is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about your group therapy services because you have some group stuff coming up here at the school. Tell me, what are music therapy groups? So it's kind of a loaded question. I know I sent you a list of questions, and that one's one's loaded. Uh, But it's basically a group of people that are similar in age or similar interest or similar diagnoses getting together and basically making music. We're having an awesome time making music. Um, but we're working on those therapeutic goals, which we can talk about, you know, the difference in other groups such as chorus, or band, or general music ed classes uh, versus music therapy. Well, you stole one of my questions. But, so we'll circle back to that at some point, if you want, because what I really want to know is how your group sessions differ from your individual sessions. Yes. Well, the obvious being groups, there are more than one or two people. Um, and individuals, it's just one-on-one, a therapist and a client. But groups are really cool because we can get creative. I typically like to have our groups smaller, um, four to ten people in each group, depending on what type of group it is. If it's like a ukulele group, um, we have to cap it at a smaller number just for material purposes. Um, but if it's more of a general music class or music therapy group, uh, we can have up to 10, um, depending on materials and instruments that are being used. But it's really cool because like an individual session, it's very individualized. And you say, well, you're in a group. How can you be individual with each group participant? Well, that's the beauty of music therapy and having the ability to have smaller groups is me as a music therapist can make those connections with each group participant and maybe we do um, a dialed back session maybe we can focus on instead of eight interventions or activities in a group maybe we just do three and we can dial it back and each person has their own moment to explore that instrument or create that music and then we're able to listen to another group participant have the same experience right so in groups, how do you establish a goal for the group? Yeah, that's a good question. So depending on what type of group it is. So one group example, one that we have coming up starting in a few weeks would be a ukulele group. And that group is, the sole purpose is to learn ukulele. Um, we're going to have about five participants in that group. And I'm structuring it kind of like a ukulele boot camp. We're going to do 10 weeks of uh, meeting once a week learning the ukulele. We're going to start with just holding the ukulele, getting familiar with the instrument. And then our goal would be to learn that instrument. But because it's music therapy, we're not just learning the instrument. We're going to also work on those social skills. Um, We're going to work on expressive communication. So being able to communicate maybe, hey, this isn't working for me. How can I do this differently? How can I learn this music or are there different ways that I need to 
you know, place my hand on the neck of the ukulele. Um, we can also establish goals, obviously, after the first group meeting. Uh, I'll get a better idea for what are we going to be working on. And so, for example, that ukulele group, uh, we're also going to work on, did I say socialization? Because we're making you music. Did. Okay. Well, we're <laughs> going to be making music with our friends. And I think that's one of the key factors in all of the groups, whether it be a ukulele group or a baby sing and sign class or a generalized um, developmental music class, is we're going to be focusing on that socialization aspect. Yes, in individual sessions, we can work on social skills, so we can do social stories and practice examples, but there's only two people in that session. We can really work on the nitty-gritty of socialization in groups. Right, so is, is this group one more of... Would it be considered more of an adaptive lesson for the group, or is it therapy? I, for the ukulele group? Yeah, for the ukulele group so, in particular. So I think it's both. Um, yes, I am using adaptive techniques. So I'm using those music therapy skills and techniques to tailor the ukulele lesson and learning the ukulele for each individual group participant. But we're also working on those therapeutic goals uh, quality of life, expressive communication, social skills, also working a lot on those fine motor skills right. um, to manipulate the ukulele and to pluck the strings and even gross motor to hold ourselves upright in a seated position and hold the ukulele. Right. I should have saved that question for later, but I'll forget if I don't. And I only asked it because I want to be able to plug the fact that you also do adaptive lessons here. It's not just music therapy. <laughs> Yep, not just music therapy. We also offer individual adaptive music music lessons. So what other groups are offered? So that's also a loaded question. And that's one of the things that I was really excited to talk about today. Uh, because really, the, the world is your oyster. So one of our groups that we are starting is a ukulele group. So there's specific instrumental groups. We can do ukulele, guitar. Um, basic percussion. We can even do voice or singing groups. Um, and those ages can range from anywhere between the tiny tots, so three years old, to older adults um, for instrument specific. We can also do baby sing and sign classes. Those are so fun. Um, and we get a lot of feedback from parents saying, you know, we're just trying to communicate with our babies and um, we want to connect and bond with them. And what better way than with music, but also the teaching the babies another way of communication with those sign classes. So we couple sign language with music. And I don't know if I can get this question out without somebody jumping down my throat for it because I don't know how to say it. But when you're talking about like the baby singing sign stuff, those are for any baby, right? Any baby. Not just any uh, special needs or somebody that needs music therapy. This, Those are any baby. Yes, okay. any babies. And the beauty of our groups is if there are, if there's a group of people, maybe a similar age. So say there's a family in a neighborhood and they have a five-year-old who's really interested in learning music or learning the guitar and they have, you know, friends that live next door that are also similar age, they can come to me and say, hey, we want to start a group. Um, do you have the ability, yes, to do that? Um, they don't necessarily have to have a diagnosis or um, maybe it's just 
have some trouble focusing and attending to a task. So, right. you know, we can adapt and um, work on those skills as well. Yeah, and that just shows how talented you are. I don't know about that. But so, I'll <laughs> take a compliment, would okay, you please? Okay, thank you. Yes, but I do. I really thrive off of being able to figure out, you know, how does this individual within a group setting, uh, how do they learn what makes them tick? And then being able to adapt, you know, whether it's a lesson or an instrument that is going to help and set them up for success. Right. So that's got to be a challenge when you're doing the groups where you have to try and figure out what the individual prize is going to be or mm -hmm. what the heck did you call it before? I, I knew it like 10 minutes ago and now it just shot out of my brain. So I think what you're talking about is in music therapy, we have those, what are we working on? What are our goals? Which would be the therapeutic goals mm -hmm. versus um, the non-musical goals or the, the prizes. Yeah. I think you call them prizes or I can't. If that was the name. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Forgive um, me. Bonuses or prizes. Right. Um, so, so how do you figure that out in a group setting? So I like to obviously have everyone come for the first group, the first session, and I get a better feel for who's in the group. I also am able to talk with parents or caregivers that bring uh, their children to the groups and get a feel for what are their interests, um, what... Uh, things would they like to see happen in the group. So I, right. I get that one-on-one -on -one time to talk with parents and make sure there's plenty of time in the group to do that in that first session, but also depending on what they're coming for. So another one of the groups that we have starting is more of a general music group. So we're working on those therapeutic goals, but we're not just focusing on one instrument. We are going to use a lot of instrument playing. We're going to use songwriting, um, lyric analysis, Basically, we're going to look at, you know, a song, maybe it's a familiar song, look at the lyrics and see, you know, what stands out in this song. Maybe we underline or highlight or pinpoint it. And then after listening to the song in a group, we're able to have a deeper conversation about well, why did that stick out to you? And then maybe another group member says, oh, hey, well, I underline that, too. What does that mean for you? Um, so we have a lot of opportunities and a lot of different techniques and interventions that we can use in groups. Very cool. Well, you touched basically on it, the general one where you're going to use different instruments. So what kind of instruments or materials do you use in these groups? So obviously it depends on what type of group is it. Is it, are we focusing on just ukulele? So maybe you might think, okay, well, we're coming for a ukulele group, but maybe we're having trouble with a rhythm I might pull out rhythm sticks or we might pull out some bucket drums. That way we can work on the rhythm that we're trying to learn on ukulele on a different instrument, change it up, and then go back to ukulele. Or if it's more of a general music class or music group, we're going to use lots of handheld percussion instruments. Rhythm sticks, kabasa, clatterpillar, maybe those are some new instruments you haven't heard of before. What is a clatterpillar? A clatterpillar, you really just have to see it in person, but I'll give you a hint. It looks like a caterpillar. You can okay. use two hands, and it's kind of played, um, you move your hands up and down opposite, and it's kind of like a ladder also, if you're thinking about it. Okay. Um, but it's really cool. you got to see it in person. And did you say the other one was kaboomers? Kabasa. Kaba what is that Kabasa. one? So that one is, um, it sounds like a washboard. Um, if you think of, you know, washing clothes on a washboard, um, we have that 
metal grooved background so it's mm-hmm. it's circular and it has a handle and it has metal beads that go around the grooves and you can either shake it in the air or you can use two hands and you twist it so it's good for those fine motor skills right would they would your grooves ever make instruments absolutely and funny you should say that when i was doing um a year ago or two years ago in in the heat of covid times we did virtual groups and one of the first ones it was, I think, two years ago today, we made at-home egg shakers. Um, and so it was. it's interesting that you brought that up because I love making instruments. I've made at-home egg shakers before. That way we can make them here and the kiddos or whoever can take those home with them. Right. Um, and I've made even tissue box ukuleles before, which is really fun. Um, I... <laughs> I, I'm trying to figure out how that would even work. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, it's rubber bands with a tissue box or a Kleenex box and paper towel holder, and you've got to secure it. It's working on, so you might think, okay, we're doing arts and crafts. But no, we're also targeting those therapeutic goals. We're working a lot on those fine motor skills to stretch the rubber bands or to decorate with that expressive emotional expression, being able to decorate the tissue box and, and make something of their own. Uh, I'm smiling over here because I would totally not be able to do it. I, <laughs> my ukulele would be a mess. I, I know I would like be putting rubber bands on and, and breaking the neck. And oh goodness! Well, there's lots of different ways, and that's why that's where we can get adaptive. So maybe a paper towel, the cardboard of a paper towel can't um, doesn't work for you. Maybe we use I don't know one of those paint stirs that might work better. Maybe it's it won't break as easy. Um, but you asked, and I wanted to share this because it was a great experience this morning. But you asked about materials. Yes. And in groups, we get creative. We want to have a great time. And so Easter's coming up, and I'm trying to pull out some springtime interventions and Easter activities. So one of the things that we did this morning and had an absolute blast, and this is with um, geriatric population, so older adults, and we're working on coordination, bilateral coordination. We're working on eye contact and gross motor skills. So if you think back to maybe when you were a child um, or younger, or maybe your kiddos, so those paddles that have Velcro on them, you put them on your hand and then you throw You can a catch the ball. ball. Yep. Yeah, sure. And so I have those and then I just <clears throat> laminated some bunny ears and stuck it on there and we played <laughs> Gene Autry's Peter Cottontail and we uh, used wow. that music to really get us motivated and I didn't realize I was going to have tennis balls thrown in my face, but it was a great time. We were playing Pin the Tail on Peter Cottontail to Peter Cottontail the song. So that must have chested your reflexes too. Absolutely. We were not just working on the client's coordination, hand-eye coordination, but also mine. Yeah, I'll have to ask everybody, please excuse any weird noises I'm making. For some reason, my throat doesn't hurt. It just is feeling weird today. I don't know why. Well, also, it's springtime. It could be because I was carrying a sign from outside, and it had so much pollen on it. Mm -hmm. It's probably – I've washed my hands, but I still – it probably feel like I got a, attacked you. by a tree. <laughs> so what what groups do you offer? So we currently have ukulele groups and general music groups. Um, we also have some tiny talk groups that are starting up, but I'm often getting emails from potential clients and saying, hey, do you have a group running for this age group? Well, no, we don't currently, but that doesn't mean that we can't start one. This is, may, might be another one of your questions. It was. You were about to steal 
How do you start one if there isn't one for your age group or your interest? Yes. And go. Great question. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so um, in that email, just ask, are there any groups? And if I say, no, but we can start one. So think about, um, are there friends? Maybe you're in a homeschool community or maybe you go to tennis or some other group or you have just a group of friends and you have similar interests. Maybe you guys are all interested in participating in a ukulele group or participating in general music therapy group, um, come to me and say, hey, we have a group of four friends that want to to start a music therapy group. What's your availability? And right off the bat, I'll check my schedule and we can get something scheduled um, and hopefully get them started as soon as possible. Um, some other groups that we have. So it's not just for children. I don't know if this is another one of your questions. Age groups was coming up. Go Am ahead. Am I stealing it? Okay. Maybe it's because I well, sent you this I was going to say it was because you sent me. A, <laughs> I think I may have come up with one or two on my own, but you sent me everything that I needed to know because I wanted to make sure we covered everything that you wanted to cover. Absolutely. Um, so age groups. Really, we can start for the singing sign, the baby singing sign. I would say uh, about eight months to two years old. And then that could be a group. And then we've got three years old to five years old. And then elementary age students, um, high school, middle school, all the way up to, and we currently have groups going for older adults um, in a geriatric facility mm-hmm. or um, in the geriatric population if they're able to come here for groups. We have a great space in our um, and is accessible for, for anyone who wants to participate. Right, because it's all on the first floor. Yes. The groups are. And it's all wheelchair accessible. Yes. Our bathrooms are handicapped accessible, so we are ready for that. Um, are you allowed to say who this ukulele group is that you're working with to, to, that's going to be here at the school, or you're not allowed to say who the group is? I think so. Um, we are so excited to start groups for younger kiddos as well as um, older teenagers and young adults for the Down Syndrome Association of the Upstate. Um, we have been lucky enough to develop a relationship with them. And a couple years ago, we did um, one of their trunk or treat events. We were there for music as well as um, kiddos were able to come to our table and check out our instruments. And so we're very excited to start groups with them. And I'm very excited to have them here mm-hmm. um, because the, the Down syndrome kids and adults all have a special place in my heart because I have friends with children that have it. And they are just the most wonderful people. They're, they're honest with you. Mm-hmm. There's not a mean bone in their body. They love everybody. Um, once they know you, you usually get a hug. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to them being here. Yes, me too. And I'm looking forward to when your three- to five-year-old group is here, hopefully mixing them with our daycare kids yes. occasionally just so that they get exposure to our daycare kids. And our daycare kids get to see that some of us may look different, but we're really just kids that want to play. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. Again, with those social skills, developing those at a young age. Um, and just being able to make music together and have fun together. Um, I'm very excited. Well, I think that's all my questions. Definitely all my questions. And I think I covered all your questions. Mm-hmm. Did we miss anything? There's anything else you wanted to add? I don't think so. I am so excited to start these groups, especially because now kiddos are going to be gearing up to get out of school for summer. And maybe some parents or people are wondering, what are we going to do for summer? Right. 
okay, start contacting. Let's start putting some groups together. Let's get summer groups going. Um, we can offer groups each week or we can do it um, in bulk. So maybe you want to do four groups up front each week. So maybe we have four weeks of a group um, and then maybe you go on vacation and we take a break for a week or two weeks and we start groups back. Or we can do bigger bulk sessions, bigger right. bulk groups, maybe 10 weeks, which is what we're starting in a couple weeks with the ukulele group. Um, so really just being able to start groups, maybe it's just for the summer. We get our feet wet and then, you know, maybe once school starts back, maybe we have to shift to a different time, but maybe we have more friends that want to come and join us. I would say once the parents and the kids or the young adults or the adults get to experience the group with you, mm -hmm. they're going to be addicted. And I think they're just going to want to keep coming back and they're going to be bummed when it's vacation time. <laughs> Maybe so. I hope so. That's the goal. Um, another thing I want to add is the question, do you have to have instruments, ukuleles, other instruments? Do you have to have them at home to bring them here? Absolutely not. Um, even for the ukulele groups, we have ukuleles here. Um, and if you want to come and participate in the group and learn the basics of ukulele and then purchase one on your own at home, awesome. But you, it's not required for you to bring any instruments. I've right. Them all here. Excellent. That makes it so much easier on mm -hmm. the, on some of the families because not everybody can afford exactly the, uh, an instrument. Exactly. And that's why, um, especially with starting these groups, we're going to start with absolute basics so um, we love practicing at home we love homework but if that's not an option for some people that's fine um, hopefully we can make it so you can practice here you have that time um, in learning the basics and then the next week you're able to remember and recall what we did that way you can pick right back up right well I'm looking forward to getting these groups started and getting to hear what's going on just because mm -hmm. You know, normally during the day, it's so quiet around here. Yes. And that's going to change once the daycare kids are here. Mm -hmm. But I think the groups are going to start first. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to having some musical noise going on around here. And it's going to be awesome. And I appreciate the fact that you're doing it here. Yes. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to come here um, and have this space. It's, it's so much more comfortable and accessible. It's awesome. Let's rock and roll. Oh, shucks. Well, I want to thank you for coming in and doing this with me. I know you have like an insane schedule. Um, she's constantly running in and out, and I only know she leaves because sometimes I hear some of the instruments in the backpack or the bag that you're carrying going ding, 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 ding as you come down the stairs. It often so sounds like Santa Claus coming it down does. the stairs. <laughs> Santa Claus is trying to sneak out. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that is it. I want to thank you for listening to the Golden Strip Soundcast, the official podcast of the Golden Strip School of Music. Thank you so much. And we are out.